0: So hi everyone, welcome to Architecture in the Den. Um, so this is a, a podcast, YouTube, you, whatever format it is, talking about the business of architecture. And today um, we've got uh, Stephen uh, talking about the pandemic arch- pandemic architecture opportunities. So Stephen, uh, or Steve, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure thing. Hi there, Lisa. So I'm Stephen Drew, I am founder of the architecture social. Um, I work at McDonald company. I lead the architectural recruitment team. I've, I've done architectural recruitment be, uh, for seven years. Before that, I worked in the industry for three years as um, a part two architectural assistant. I studied part one and part two as well. So I've, I've kind of been in a similar position, not quite like a director of a company or so forth at that time, but over the years in terms of architectural recruitment, I've worked with a lot of companies Uh, We've got, we're talking about companies like Deeds to Grimshaw to smaller architectural practices as well of 20 to 30 people in size and kind of help them find people at different periods of time. And one of the things, like everyone here, I also went through the pandemic where there was a lot of change. And that's actually where the Architecture Social, which is a community of uh, right now about 3,500 architects, but that was born during uh, the pandemic when I was struggling to think what to do. I was on furlough, and I I wanted to do something uh, good. So that's why I'm really happy to talk about taking a bit of a tricky situation like the pandemic and making it into an opportunity Where wherever you are, really. Awesome. And what so,
0: so what is the Architecture Social?
1: Okay, cool. So the Architecture Social originally it started from the idea of um, I can imagine part one and part two has been super stressed out at the moment or thinking how are they going to find a job in the architectural job market because you know they just um, graduating and it's a pandemic. So originally it started as that. And over time, it's, it's basically an online platform, a community where people can share information, chat, log online, post uh, events, attend events, do all this kind of cool stuff. And from that over time, uh, we do CV reviews. We've, we've helped people have jobs. And if there's any architectural practices here and employers, you can post uh, your vacancy on there to graduates and get uh, applications. So hopefully it's just a fun, exciting space for people to explore, which was created last year during the pandemic.
0: Awesome, so I think you're putting up a, a, a page for Pride Road on there, the franchise. And yeah,
1: uh, well, we've got to support <laughs> architectural practices like you, Lisa, that's the point, right? It's, 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 it's absolutely. <laughs> that <sounds.
0: laughs> that's brilliant. Um, so how has the uh, architecture market been affected by the pandemic?
1: Really good question. So, I mean, February, March last year, it just was like um, the. It was like the economic crash of two thousand and nine. Basically, everything just dried up. Temporary contractors or anyone that were freelancing, I think a lot of contracts were pulled. Um, placements, which were going through, so placements is the term in terms of architectural recruitment. Mm. People that were going for jobs. Sometimes their jobs were cancelled because they were no longer there, and lots of people, as we know, lost jobs. I was on furlough, so it really, really took a, a, a downward spiral quite quickly. And like a knee-jerk reaction it was just like projects on hold we don't know what's going on and unfortunately a lot of people lost their jobs it's since been a lot better than uh that lisa is actually it's quite active right now so in terms of recruitment because i've gone back to work we're actually quite busy and probably in terms of a very literal example of opportunities during the pandemic there's a few sectors that are quite um, buoyant right now in terms of architecture so uh, large-scale housing and residential is quite strong. Um, for instance, Lisa as well, you've got some private worker residential. IQ Pride Roads doing really well. Mm-hmm. The other ones, uh, the other sectors probably worth mentioning for the audience is uh, healthcare because uh, of the pandemic and uh, modular, modular and data centers. So these are really growth sectors, whereas uh, stuff like commercial really kind of plateaued. But now even in uh, commercial, we're seeing... Uh, companies starting to look at how we're going to carve up existing offices so again making an opportunity about the existing floor plans so those are some real examples and just to answer your question again summarize it's a lot better on the architectural market right now there are opportunities there to be had that weren't there before
0: so would you say any sectors have collapsed
1: I wouldn't say collapse, but some are a lot slower than others. So education is one I never hear at the moment. Um, That could be just my perspective on what I know of the market, but education is something I'm not, I don't really see that much. Hospitality has got a lot slower. I mean, I've seen a few examples of hotels being converted into uh, stay at, um, like isolation booths for coronavirus. Um, Other than that, I think... uh, some high end residential is slower the large scale yeah. and uh, commercial offices were really struggling last year um uh, urban design and landscape's doing surprisingly well
0: oh, really okay. yeah
1: that's that's quite strong i get a lot of requests for urban designers and landscape architects at the moment I mean,
0: did you see the um the market sort of after 20 2009 and the the follow on from that. Are there any lessons that we can take from that?
1: Yeah, um, good question. I, I saw it as a part one, okay? I was literally one of the lucky few that got a job. So that was when I was in industry and that kind of like formed a few of the things that I'd like to talk about today. Whereas at the time, one of my approaches, everyone in the architectural studio was worried about not getting the job. And mm. uh at the time I had a friend, his name's Will McDaniel. now he's a big youtuber. It's just a bit of a strange coincidence Go put him into youtube. That's another example of he was an architect, and now he's built a YouTube channel, so there's lots of opportunities that you can do uh from the career. But going back to it, I sent my application to a thousand architectural practices. A now thousand. I know
0: wow. yeah, a
1: thousand. Now, I know, Lisa, that's not like, uh, as an employer, you'd love to hear that someone wrote a beautiful custom uh, email to Pride, Pride Road, and we've, you know, with the CV and portfolio. But at the time, I had to take a gamble, and I'm going to do the companies I love, and then I had to apply to the most amount of places. So I used probability as a way to make opportunity during a global pandemic, and wasn't pandemic then, it was an economic crisis. And, you know, actually, the, the pandemic right now has caused a massive recession. And you, so the point was, because of that situation, I completely changed my approach. I no longer applied to 20 places, which I thought was the quote unquote best way to do it. I applied to the most amount of places. And from that, I actually ended up going for a job at EPR Architects, which was an architectural practice, which is now an AJ100 practice. They were big, but they were never huge in the press. Mm. So I never would have founded them before, but it's because I behaved in a different way during that tough time that I actually um, got a job that I was really happy with.
0: Mm. I did, they do say sort of, uh, what is it? comes out of necessity. <laughs> Invention comes out of necessity.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah like, it, it's
0: like it's like me after the, um, the crash of 20, 2009, When I was looking for a job, um, there wasn't anything available. So uh, I ended up being forced to set up on my own. um, And then, sort of, that was 2010. um, And then I went into franchising it. Yeah,
1: you go. Which
0: is very unusual. Was it you who I mentioned franchising to, and and you said you had an example of a of, of a friend who'd done really well in franchising?
1: Yeah, so but he's the not as glad. So if I was an architect and I was looking at franchise, I'd probably encourage to go the Pride Road, which is what you're doing. So he was on about a secondhand um, video games at a, at a at a franchise that a lot of people know called the Computer Exchange, which is CEX. So it's that website, it's that it's that store that you think, oh my gosh. Inside, it's going to be disgusting and all this stuff. And you you kind of go in there looking over the 50 Ps. But he made like a million pounds. So uh, I felt like the guy being like, really? You're doing a franchise of that? And then actually, he was amazingly, uh, he, he's got a great life. And so I, I think franchising, let's talk about that for a second. because I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Because to mm-hmm. me, an architecture practice, you, Pride Row was the first example I had as a franchise. I mean, you get... You, i know so many people that have done it alone but i guess like with the architectural social the, the, what i like is the community aspect but i suppose doing the franchise i'm sure you've learnt a lot of mistakes that you can then pass on to people
0: yeah um, absolutely I,
1: yeah because laura was started up the franchise as well during the pandemic effectively
0: yes she so, did down in new forest and bournemouth she set up in in january of last year um, with a face-to-face business and two months later we went straight into the pandemic and Indeed. we had to completely um, pivot the whole model but it was on me to change everything and find new ways of working and because we had the systems in place it was very easy just to um, sort of show everyone how to do it and yeah. so they could learn really quickly from sort of how to how to pivot. And it is, it's, it's, it, within the franchise, you've got that structure, you've got the branding, you've got the marketing, you've got the technical know-how, so you can just plug into it without losing your creativity. I think a lot of people think of franchising and think you have to do you know, exactly the same thing. It's not. You get to be an architect, do what you love doing. It's just that you've got that umbrella structure to, yeah. Uh, to follow.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's a, a good example of looking at it another way. And I do think that while there are opportunities out there, I think it's especially during the the pandemic. I mean, the the whole thing about setting up the architecture social community is that it's nice to have a bit of that purpose. And I think because there are people on there, it was nice to have a responsibility during a time when, you know, I could have quite easily drifted along and uh, gone on Netflix and drunk copious amounts of wine. And yeah, it would have been fun for a while, but then, your brain starts to melt and that's the other that's the other thing i was going to say is that anyone that's doing um especially if you're thinking about things you can do even now i think this is like a really great example of a time when everyone's at home we know everyone's at home so you can be quite smart with the concept of the fact that everyone's at home how can you uh make something make a difference you can actually mentor people on zoom calls uh that's one of the immediate things i would do if you wanted like preoccupy your time and be constructive like actually teach people is probably a really good thing to do and you can i'm sure there's lots of part ones and part two students that would really value you know your input or the other thing like um getting into your artwork or doing something that's creative is going to be really helpful and i guess as well lisa because we were talking about earlier there's not a better time do any um to do networking now i hate the term networking because it sounds it can sound a bit cliche but what i'm actually doing as talking about is meeting people like me and you lisa we hadn't met each other until like two months ago but you meet online you talk about things i was interested in the franchise you were talking about the community aspects of the architecture social and then from there uh we you know we were having a giggle on clubhouse this morning Um, and and here we are doing an event and that all comes from talking and and being out there and being active and going to events.
0: Yeah I I think I I found you on LinkedIn well it's easy to contact people because everyone has their their contact details up in in the internet If, if there's someone you want to talk to approach them I think whether it's through LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram you know send a direct message you're most of the t- like nine times out of ten you'll get a response and I think that's exactly how I contacted you Stephen just thinking he's mm, very interesting mm, what makes him tick <laughs> do you think he'll come on podcast and sure enough you ask and you have a chat and then we're doing stuff together which is awesome
1: Wow, this is it. And I think uh, even touching upon on Clubhouse right now, because that's an interesting one that that's popped up. But I think it's a really good example on even that first initially. Do you remember? Because you said to me, Lisa, you should check it out. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure. And I've got an Apple. And um, actually, again, it's like a reminder of, so a few more people said they were on it. And I thought, right, I, I have to remind myself not to be stubborn. Yeah. I've got to do something.
0: You've got to open like, yourself up to up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and go out on my compass you. zone, like find an old Apple, which is a literal example, but then loading it up and thinking, oh, here we go, another app. And then when you get on there, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, this is interesting because there's real conversation there. Yeah, and, and from that, you learn stuff. I'm not saying you have to be on it all night, but maybe a little bit of, clubhouse or a little bit of something else it's interesting because all of these things are tools for communication so so
0: so there'll be a lot of people out there who don't know what clubhouse is so what is clubhouse
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) I, i i've only been on a friday since friday i'll do my best to summarize it so it's a new social media platform it's definitely on trend so whether or not it will be used in a year or so who knows but that doesn't matter because the point is, it's here and now, and these aren't recorded things online, like podcasts, which are there forever and a day. Uh, what I find interesting about um, uh, what about Clubhouse is that this conversation is in the moment. So we were chatting this morning. There was no uh, recording. There was, if you want there, you want there. And I kind of like, it has a little bit of the old school aspect of being at an event and meeting someone and having a Physical connection, or like something mm. in the moment, and I think it has that. And it,
0: it's a, it's just an audio drop-in, so there's no mm. visuals, there's no backgrounds, or you know, what showing artwork. It's literally people talking. I think yeah. that's what's so exciting about it. And for me, I think it's about connections. So mm. it's about just trying to find your tribe. What what are you interested in? Um, you know, it, uh, if you go on at certain times, you might get people from America, uh, different parts of America, but you find, if you go on in the morning, um, you tend to find Brits and Europeans in there. And um, I've set up uh, a room called Constructive Together. So I'm running at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning. Um, so in all, if you're interested, Uh, download the clubhouse app um, and join and then follow me so if you follow me and or you can follow Steve and then you can see what events that we're putting on if you don't follow us you're not going to find out (laughs) and then you'll get notifications when the events come out and then you literally drop in at eight o'clock in the morning and this morning my the constructive together is about construction networking Mm so it's about um just pulling together a community of construction professionals so whether they're architects students um interior designers quantity surveyors builders from all over the country it's an opportunity to have a chat make connections um and i think there were some really good ones that came out (laughs) this morning yeah yeah
1: i think i think what I quite like about the people at the moment on Clubhouse and with anything in life, you, we're talking about going a bit out of your comfort zone and having a chat with people. Now, that can seem intimidating. However, if you remember, if you find in terms of your networking, and if it comes from a place of passion, it's always going to be easy. So with uh, going on Clubhouse, I find it easier now because I talk about the architecture social. I enjoy aspects of it I enjoy building that community and I want to get people involved so part of it you go and you say what you're up to and your passion and a bit like what I'm saying earlier about finding you it's an opportunity right now that you're happy with if you kind of get sucked into your painting as you're an architect or you get that creative flow in, or you teach someone or your mentor or you have a project or you'd like to enter a competition that you thought was cool and you're looking for more people to get involved then if you suddenly go to the clubhouse or you go to the architecture social or you go on LinkedIn with a kind of a, an angle or a passion I'm sure a lot of people will resonate and the opportunities will come from that I think bringing these ideas and kind of being a little bit vulnerable and going out of your comfort zone, um, people pick up on it. And from that, collaborations will happen. I'm convinced of it because it happened for me and the people that do this uh, that I see, um, generally uh, are quite busy and quite productive during this time, yeah.
0: So have you got any advice for people who are job searching at the moment?
1: yeah okay so i i think this is um i've done quite a few of these on on, on my youtube and 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 we, you can go there you can google the architecture social but the essence of what we're talking about is it goes back to a bit like what i was saying in 2009 um you've got to be if it's not working you've got to be you got to you can't get hung up on before you can't get hung up on, I've done it wrong, or I'm not right, or any of that. You've got to get rid of these negative uh, thoughts, and you've got to think of something constructive. And you've got to think, right, well, the situation's changed. I'm not getting anywhere, so I need to change my behavior. So the first thing I would recommend is looking at some of the things, comments. I've done a few on CV and portfolio. Um, you can look at that. Look at Ask people for feedback. But the bit that I really would like to press here is you need to think about how you're going to change your behavior. So exactly like we had a laugh at the start, Lisa, when I told you um, I sent my CV to a thousand places. Uh, if you're looking for a job and you're not getting anywhere, you have nothing to lose right now by casting the net wider. And I, so my big bit of advice is to challenge, think about what you've been doing, analyze it in terms of, okay, this is not getting me results. I'm sending my CV to 20 places. I've got uh, one interview and I've got no offers. What I would say is if you think about it in a radical sense and you sent your CV to a thousand places, then I can tell you factually in 2009, I got five interviews from it and one job offer. Mm. So just change your approach on things, whether that's a job seeking or whether you're in the industry right now. Yeah.
0: Great advice. And we have franchises available around the country as well. <laughs> so if yeah, you're an well, architect.
1: Well, uh, that's a good example, isn't it, of changing. Or if, if you kind of feel like it's not working. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Because if you're kind of frustrated and you're, you're feeling like you're not in the right place and you want to look at doing something a bit differently, but with an infrastructure there, that's kind of like a good a middle ground, isn't it? You don't need to literally find the accountants and make all the... Uh, mistakes that other people have you learned from basically your lessons and you kind of get the best of both worlds so but I, I wouldn't be the best person Lisa because I haven't practiced architecture for many years
0: <laughs> you need to be a qualified architect as well yeah I'm a part <laughs> two UK architect yes that's our, that's our benchmark so you know that's our baseline. need to be ARB registered
1: maybe one day if I go back to architecture I'll I'll say I'll let you know you've given
0: up on architecture social no when when everyone's in a job
1: (laughs) do you reckon yeah maybe that'd be a good goal
0: yeah so what are you doing to keep yourself sane at the moment
1: so the social takes up a lot of my time but I'm far from perfect I mean look I mean I've gained I gained like a a, or at least a good stone since like um you know the pandemic and so at the moment I need to get myself in the gym and do all this stuff and Mm -hmm. No one's ever perfect, I'm far from perfect. The architecture social kind of fulfilled that social aspect as well, it keeps me busy and uh, I'm I'm enjoying that, but I still have more to go. So my next thing is uh, I've got to like knuckle down and uh, be hungry all the time, and I'm sure that will will help. That's my next goal, so, and you'll be able to see, won't you, you'll be able to judge me because I'm on Zoom all the time these days. (laughs)
0: No, you look great.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: Um. So what about upskilling whilst you're, if you're win Perf- jobs?
1: Perfect time. I mean, the amount of times, and you, you got to, again, sort of, I think the key word uh, anyone here is accountability. And I want everyone to really review themselves and think like, what are they always asked to do? Whether it's like, oh, I really should pick up my artwork. Or, I really should pick up my guitar or I really should dust off the CV. This is the perfect time to do it now. And Everyone has a view, right, whether we're going to be returning to work in a month or two, where it's going to take a whole year. You can't let that get in the way. So when it's saying upskilling, I want you to think about that thing in the back of your brain, which everyone's got one that you've been putting off. And like a really good example is like Reddit or something, a piece of software that you've been putting off. and And again, it goes back to the point of, Everyone has a debate, and I'm sure, Lisa, you you feel that does it apply to your practice, this, this, and that, and everyone will have an opinion of it. Mm -hmm. But if you're you're looking for a job right now, the reality is if you're aiming for a large to medium practice, knowing Revit is going to make a massive difference to you getting the job. So rather than saying, well, is BIM relevant or not a lot of places use it or not everyone uses it, Forget all that because that's kind of making noise and excuses and just say, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to do it now. And um, the bit that I've, the other bit of advice that I think is good is that a lot of architects I know sometimes, um, I mean, I'm a little bit more of an extrovert, but I mean, the beauty of a lot of architects is introverts, problem solvers, amazing people, great team members. But what I need you to do is think that, actually you know being introverted or or kind of being in your comfort zone or overthinking things and then not doing it is not going to be helpful I think you've got to go out there and start doing it and don't be too self-critical it's like it's like anything else the first time you do something it's not going to be amazing or it's going to be difficult at first learning rabbit or I mean again the, the architectural social there are so many mistakes I made hundreds Mm. and, and the stuff that I've learned, um, has come from trial and error. But if I kind of stopped at the start, um, I would never have learned them. So that would be my advice is just to kind of, don't be too self-critical. Don't worry what everyone else is thinking, because I can guarantee you think about it. Most people are in their own worlds. Anyways, you be you. If you want to do a YouTube channel, then you should do it. Don't get embarrassed. Don't let any, um, Don't let yourself talk yourself out of it. Just do
0: it. I mean, that's interesting because I've had, you know, sort of a lot lot of our architects are notoriously overthinkers.
1: Yeah, Um, of course.
0: And I think uh, sort of joint reasons to join the franchise might be just just make a phone call, make a phone call to me or Rachel, have a chat with us. Um, And it's usually that first step that's the most daunting. Hmm. Um, I mean, I remember when, both Laura and Magda uh, came to found me on various social networking platforms and said, you're you're a mum architect, how do you do it? I want to see how you do, I want to work with you. And that was amazing. You know, they saw, and, and it was just that first email going, hello, I want to talk to you. And then all of a sudden, it just opens up that big world of, you know, taking your future in a new direction. And it's really exciting.
1: Yeah, I think to to add to that, um, stuff from the architecture social, I could never predict it have happened because. Mm -hmm of the journey i mean being on bbc radio london Ooh. was a pretty insane no it was pretty yeah i mean i was really nervous doing it which sounds mad because i do a live stream but i was so nervous but now i've done it i'm like great it's something i never thought i would do and like that meant a lot because while my parents are really supportive bbc radio is something very familiar mm. you know so it was quite it was quite a nice experience but that really would not have come if i just did nothing during furlough. But uh, at the same time, if you haven't done anything, don't worry about that because I wasted a month and put on like half a stone. But the difference was, it was kind of just going like, that can't continue, I need to mix it up. And mm. and I think it's all about not beating up, because I, I mean, I used to do that a lot in the past as well. You know, all the coulda beans, I shoulda this, I shoulda that, it's too late now. It's never too late. You just got to start now. And that's going to be the big difference between um, the the person that starts tomorrow after this or like right now, anyone after listening to this, wherever you're at, if you do something on the back of it, I respect that. And if you message me, no matter how small it is, and you tell me you do something, that's what I get my kicks off. So for anyone listening, let's get the get the camera out. Let me get my bat. So anyone that's working. <coughs> wake up and <laughs> let me know let me know and I will respect you so much for it um and I will I promise you I will reply to that because that that kind of attitude I think is like um an attitude that will get you really far in life just That's mixing awesome. it up
0: I love your energy
1: yeah Ooh.
0: <laughs> and you were like this at eight o'clock this morning as well well that
1: was a bit that was a bit tougher but I, I was excited <laughs> but I needed like two coffees you know what I'm saying <laughs>
0: So we've come to an end um like all good things it has to come to an end so uh thanks um everyone for listening so this is architecture in the den with me lisa rains and architecture social Stephen drew um we will be recording another podcast this time next week um, at seven o'clock um and so please find us on spotify um on youtube channel um or just google pride road franchise um and you should be able to find my details and if you are if you've got an iphone download clubhouse uh join and come and follow me lisa and lisa Rains there and stephen drew's on there as well follow us both and come and talk to us in a room so thanks stephen
1: my pleasure take care